The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. You know this song, don't you? Okay? I've heard I've, it before. I don't. You don't know who sings it, though, right? The voice sounds familiar. Know, That's about yeah. the best you're gonna. It was. Uh, I think it was supposed to be playing in uh, downtown Cleveland originally before COVID. Oh, I'm sure that's not going to happen. Is that any clues? No. No. You're gonna have to ask your dad about this one, Karen. Karen, I, I want to know how to get more time. You know, because no, I think we want this year to be over. Well, I want to reclaim it. <laughs> I want, I want my, to- I want my twenty twenty back. Can we just go back to our future? Uh, you know, see that I got to get the Democrats. Uh, you know how they get the time back here. So, did you hear them? How they can reclaim their time? They're so good at this. When does something actually become reclaiming my time? I'm psyched. This is not a trick question. In this country. I'm reclaiming my time, Mr. General. Without any remedy at all. I'm reclaiming my time. Let me share with you. So you got to let him answer. Reclaiming my time. You Reclaiming my time, sir. Reclaiming my time. But he found reclaiming my time without political Dang. I got to learn how to do this. Reclaiming my time, Mr. Turner. In Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time, Mr. Barker. In substance. Attorney General, reclaiming my time. There are rules by which we operate here. I would ask you to respect them. But There's the no 64 Act Excuse did not me. extend to... Reclaiming my time, sir. In both documents... Oh, my goodness. Shut up. Reclaiming my time. I think that's what it's... Okay, reclaiming my time. And again, I'm happy... Shame on you, Mr. Barr. Can I just say... Shame on you. Can I just say... My time is... Ex- I want to learn how to reclaim my time, Carrie. Oh, my goodness. Um, Because what, you know, we're in the middle of the pandemic. We're in the middle of a recession. And I just don't think our Congress, our elected officials, are doing much about it. No. You mean the people that were... um the politicians that were elected for the America that are supposed to be working for us, yeah, they're working for themselves. That's the problem. So we have another week, and we don't have the next stimulus package. I don't know if we're even close to getting it. So the question becomes, you know, what can you do or what should you be doing with your financial planning in a world like this you know, do you still think the V-shaped recovery is here? You know, we got terrible GDP report this week, Gary. I mean, no right. big surprise. I was going to say, you shut down an economy. What did they expect? You know, the worst report ever. Right? Well, you have, know. when have we ever sh- completely shut down an economy? Never. Okay. okay. Uh, down 32.9%. Ouch. All right. Um, the V-shaped recovery, carry has vanished. Right. Um, you know, what's next? Um, so, so I think that depends on the election, Mark. <laughs> well, we're a long way from the election. Oh, uh, it's uh, right around the corner. Uh, I can't wait for the debate to happen in, in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Okay, okay, so, you know. I've been, I don't watch debates. I listen to the highlights after and because I think. I okay, you like think that. it's going to happen. You know what? Anything I'll make could you a, happen. I'll make you a burrito bet right How now. How can you not Gary? have two presidential I, candidates? I don't care if they debate via Zoom I, meetings. I wouldn't think that's supposed to happen September 29th? Or, or, don't look now, but we're in August. Right. And I would love to see that happen. I, do you want to make a burrito bet? I'm saying no. it's not happening. Not on the 29th. Not in Cleveland. No, I think it, it'll happen. I just am not so sure how. Okay. Um, now, we still have... Uh, you know, well, 
you know, we still don't know if Biden, you know, we have another burrito bet. Carrie, what's our other bet on, on the over or the oh, before the, or after the he'll announce his VP? Yeah. So I'm the I'm before the August 13th. Right. Okay. And you said after mm-hmm. that was our bet. Right. Right. So I don't know, Carrie. You might I wanna... might win this one. No, no, no. Biden came out this week and said that, you know, uh, you know, here's his quote. I'm going to have a choice in the first week of August. Now that now when but that doesn't mean they can say a lot of things. I well, guess I don't. Well, first of all, I think that's a strange choice of words. Mm-hmm. Listen to it again. I'm going to have a choice in the first week of so August. So he might name between well between a, a couple of candidates is what I was thinking. Yeah, but he's not saying I'm going to make a choice. Mm-hmm. He says I'm going to have. It's almost like he's being given. I don't think he's picking the, his vice. VP, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the, the Nancy Pelosi's and the Chuck Schumer's and the other Democratic power leaders are picking the vice president, and there may give him a choice, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's Joe's choice when he said, I'm going to have a choice. And it's almost like he's, it's almost like he's given an ultimatum, you know, that he's going to be. So, anyways, um, Kamala Harris is still the leading candidate, Carrie, I guess. Um, we'll see. Um, so, you know, we. So we've been talking on this show, and good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. And my name is Mark Donnelly, got Carrie Waddell here. Carrie mm-hmm. will introduce our background here in a minute. But what we've been talking about on these radio programs for the last month, two months, is, you know, we're on top of everything else, we're in the middle of a presidential election. And you almost forget sometimes. Yeah. and With it, everything else going on every minute. And you're going to hear... A lot of candidates, well, they're down to two candidates for the time being, and you're going to hear a lot of campaign promises. So we've been hearing a lot from Joe Biden's basement, right? I don't think we were hearing that much from President Trump's, quite frankly. Um, now, he, 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 I think maybe he's gearing up, you know, I, you know, he, his steam has been taken away, right? Because he can't do his rallies right now. Right. And, you know, and the conventions are, you know, questionable, you know, whether they're going to be conventions or not. So that leaves the debates, I guess. And and I, we'll see if the first one comes off in Cleveland on the September 29th. All right. Well, good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We are here every Saturday morning on 1420 a.m. Between 9 and 10, we are a financial educational talk radio program here to give you helpful information about issues that can impact your financial life and talk to you about choices. Speaking of choices, uh, many people don't realize there are plenty of choices you have to be proactive. You just don't have to let things fall where they may. And planning um, can give you peace of mind, can save you money. And also during times of economic uncertainty, it's even more important. And we talk to people on the show, people who are in retirement and and people who are still working and thinking about their future retirement years because it's hard to know sometimes what to do when it comes to your financial life. And we've been doing it more than 35 years in the greater Cleveland area, helping people solve problems and save money and get clarity um, through traditional financial planning number crunching. We're a fee-based Ohio registered fiduciary planning firm. And what we do is build custom financial plans. We coordinate our plans with your existing investment advisor advisors. We are not investment advisors. I'm a step ahead of myself. Um, What we do is look at your assets in terms of risk, growth, and tax efficiency um, and making sure that people aren't taking on more risk than they need to to be okay and understand maybe how much risk they need to take on based on what their plan's doing. Most of our clients, we have kind of a split. We have clients that do their own investing and clients who have outside investment advisors. And we believe that working together gets the best result possible. And I know, Mark, I think you're going to talk about coordinating and the different advisors today. Um, But we've, again, been around a long time. We're A-rated and accredited members of the Better Business Bureau and A-rated and won the Super Service Award multiple years on Angie's List. We're offering free consultations still, and we do those by phone or in person, whatever you're more comfortable with. And just to see if and how we can help you and we'll only recommend our services if you can get value and benefit from the type of planning we provide. Our fee structure, we have comprehensive retainer fees and hourly planning options. So if you have questions um, or want to come in and see what we're about or want more information on us, you can give us a call at 440-239-2090 or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. 
All right, Carrie. Yeah, I'll, um, I'm going to give a little case review about you know how you may want to do financial planning in the middle of a pandemic recession shutdown, right? Um, as well as, as you said, how you you know you have to coordinate advisors. In other words, we're very active planners at the estate planning team, and we we always feel that the more active you are in your financial planning, the better result you will get in volatile times, especially, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, before that, Carrie, so you know. Again, reclaiming time. See, I think they learn how to do this, Carrie, from Maxine Waters. Okay. Ugh. Mad Max. Um, I don't know if I can get this going. Mad Max. She has a challenger this year that's a veteran. Um, I don't know if that's, that's going to work here. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to come back to that. She, she's got a challenger? Yes. He's a veteran, I believe. Um, yeah, I, thought, I was trying to get her. She was... Um, well, that's not going to work here. I'll have to move on. All right. Um, so I, I bringing up the question, has the V-shaped recovery vanished, right? Um, or, you know, or do we have V-interrupted? You know, that's, what, that's what some people are calling it. It mm-hmm. sounds like an Amazon Prime uh, movie, you know, sci-fi right. movie, right? Um, Prime video. But um, V-interrupted, what does that mean? Well, again, a lot of people are thinking that, you know, we saw the market go down in March, and no one was feeling too good. Um, you know, in March, right? Mm-hmm. And then we saw the market come. Uh, oh, here I want to know about the May twenty third letter. Uh, this is Mad you know Max. about it. Why did you not respond to me and my colleagues? She's drilling. I was going to answer that. Just please uh, go straight to and the answer. Mr. Chairman, I thought when you read the rules, you acknowledged that I shouldn't be interrupted and that I would have Reclaiming my time. Oh, here we go again. She started it. When you're on Shut my it. time, I can reclaim it. There you go. So she started it. So Max, what a brat. You know, so anyways, reclaiming my time is the new Democratic, you know. Oh, and, good and, Lord. Um, wouldn't we all like to reclaim some time? Jeez. So, you know, now, so we saw the, we thought maybe it was a V-shaped. You know, President Trump has been talking the V-shaped, and all his White House officials have been talking right. the V-shaped. And the stimulus package cares, you know, the, the first four of them, right, um, helped to, you know, keep the markets afloat, help the small businesses stay in business, help the middle America pay their uh, rents for June and July. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that now is ending. Right. Right. And we don't know if the fifth bill is going to come off. Um, we, you know, uh, so is this all going to just are we going to stall again? You know, and on top of that, we're not sure. We don't have a vaccine yet. We don't know if schools are going to be opening yet. Right. We, we don't know. I mean, y- but you know, the good thing is, I know the news is mixed. But when you read from epidemiologists and infectious disease, we are getting better at treating it. And there's some other, some more Stanford. There was a biophysicist that's studying China and Europe and all these other countries that don't necessarily, well, even some of the third world countries that have it and saying he thinks it's, you know, we're, we're done with the worst of it and we're going to be okay. Well, hopefully when that's the case. When you look at other, right, models. Now, I don't know. So remember, we always said from the beginning, this virus, you know, there's two threats, right? There's your personal health threat. Right. And there's the financial. And there's the financial threat. So we, you're saying maybe the health threat is, of it is going to. I'm not sure but, if the financial threat right, is gone. Right. No, I agreed. But the unknown and getting kids back to school, like our school district is saying we're going to start after Labor Day because they were going to do that phased in part time virtual. And parents are saying, I can't plan for sitters if it's every other day. I can't plan for. Right. But when the Ohio health group says we want to go based on what virtual right uh, i have a hard time as a parent saying no i want to send my kid my son's done football all summer and cracks me up but you know there hasn't been a case of a football player getting it when they do the tracing from practice or there was a study last week that they're you know they're studying people that they're not getting i don't know I I know they're not a solution, but I want my kid back in school in person. And I know in our district, it was like 86% of the parents that filled out the survey wanted their kids back in school. I believe it. 
Now, if they just get 80% of the uh, teachers' unions agree with it, Carrie, I think we're in yeah. business. Um, all right. So what other things can we look at to see if we are have uh, the V-shape is still here or is it vanished? Well, sometimes we look at earnings, Carrie, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we can play the earnings game, right? The beat, meet, or miss, right? Mm-hmm. So big tech was up this week, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the big tech, not only was big tech earnings. I was going to say, they were, they, were, for... they were on the, oh, they, they were in Capitol Hill this week, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, so how did big tech do? So if you're, not, if you're new listeners, this is a game where I mention a company who released earnings, and then Carrie tries to guess if they beat, met, or missed the street earnings, you know, earnings okay. and, and revenues. Okay. So big tech this week, Carrie, right? So Apple. Okay. How do you think Apple? Did they meet, beat, or miss? Mm, I'd say they met. Oh, Carrie, they beat. Did they? All right. Okay. So Apple, all right, um, earnings per share came in at $2.58, where the street was looking for $2.04. Okay. Now, remember, you know, in, in the earnings per share, pennies matter, right? Uh, right. Because even if you beat by a penny, you know, you know, mm-hmm. Wall Street's happy, right? Um, as far as revenues, um, they came in at $59.7 billion. Um, you know, beating street of fifty two point two five billion. Okay. Um, they also, you know, Apple announced a four for one stock split. Hmm. Oh, Carrie, have we heard of stock splits no, recently? I haven't heard for a spot. Does yet. a millennial even know what a stock split is? All right. Okay. Who's next? Alphabet. You know, aka Google. Carrie, right? Mm-hmm. So, how do you think Alphabet did? Did they meet, beat, or miss? I'm going to say they beat because with technology Very and good. everybody. Okay. So the company's earning share, it, it you know, came in at $14.21. Okay. No, I'm sorry. It was down. Okay. <laughs> you gotta, okay. I got to read this announcement carefully. So they're saying that even though EPS fell from the previous year, it came in at $13, $10.13. Okay. When the street expected $8.34. Okay. So they still beat the street, even though it was lower than previous. They beat the street by over two, okay. you know, by two dollars. Um, okay. Um, all right. Next is Amazon. Okay. I'm going to um, say they beat because people are ordering online. Oh God! They had a killer quarter, Carrie. Um, you know what Amazon's revenues were? Eighty-eight point nine billion dollars. Oh yeah, with everybody can't go. Who doesn't go? I've talked to clients okay. that they have health issues. They've been ordering everything on Amazon. That even blew away the street uh, expectations of eighty-one point five billion. Right um, now, the street was looking for a dollar forty-six earnings per share. Carrie, what do you think they came in at? I don't know. Because remember, pennies matter in this. Right. I'm not. So sure. the street was looking for a dollar forty-six. Okay. Came in at ten dollars and thirty cents. Oh, jeez! <laughs> All right. Um. So you know, and it, it they just you know shocked everybody. Um. What did uh, Mr. Bezos have to say? Uh, this was another highly unusual quarter. <laughs> Uh, I guess. What do you think? And I couldn't be more proud of the and grateful to our employees around the globe. And by the way, the number of employees I think is over a million right now, Carrie. Um, and I think they're 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 in the process of uh, you know it's an astounding number that they've hired during the pandemic. Right, I mean, it's like hundreds of thousands. Oh yeah. All right. Um, all right. So last one is Facebook, Carrie. Okay. okay. So uh, how I'm going to say think- they're down. I don't use Facebook, so I don't know. Carrie. What? They're up. Really? All right. Okay. Uh, see, I so, don't know. I don't use anything uh, on Facebook. Um, How can they be? Uh, yeah. I okay. Thought... So earnings per share came in at a dollar eighty, and the street was looking for a dollar thirty nine. Handsomely beat, right? Okay. Um, and the company reported eighteen point seven billion in revenue, um, beating street expectations of seventeen point four billion. Um, uh, what did uh, what did the CEO of Facebook more recent? Uh, well, the CEO didn't speak, but the company statement was more recently. We are seeing signs of normalization in user growth and engagement as shelter-in-place measures have eased around the world, particularly in developed markets where Facebook's penetration is higher. Um, so, Carrie, 
let's just call them from now on Monster Tech. Okay. All right, because uh, they seem to be doing very, very well. And for that alone, or, do, or sensor do tech, we, maybe? <laughs> do we still <laughs> have a V shaped recovery possible? Um, I think in this, it's different this time. Truly different, and I think anything's possible. All right, Kara. So, did you get your uh, did you get your next stimulus check? No, I did not. I don't think anybody's got their next. I one got yet. it right here, Kara. I got it in my mail. Yeah. Okay. This is this is from. Do you, do you get this? This is from President Donald J. Trump. I got the first one. And, I got my letter, and it says a personal. And it says right here, check enclosed, time sensitive. Okay. So I'm going to open this up. Okay. See, I got my direct deposit in. Okay. I, I didn't get I my second one. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a baby boomer. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Here's a check. What is it? Forty five dollars. Oh, I got that one, Mark. Trump make. Wait a second. Now wait a second, Gary. This isn't a check for me. It's a matching check. I did get that one. That's funny. It was on my counter this week. Oh, oh, wait a second. Now, I'm not an account from China, but I know the difference between a Democrat. So this is, they want me to send them a check. And they'll match it. Well, throw that one out. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, but, so will are we going to get another stimulus check, Carrie? Um, mm, well, I think everyone, we will. But... Everyone raise their hands if they want another stimulus check. All right. I don't know. It depends on the cost. You can all put your hands out. Okay. Um, well, Carrie, here, what percentage of Americans believe a second stimulus check would need to be at least twice as much as the first one. Hmm, I don't know. Carrie, you're not, you're, you're not, it's a long week, Carrie. You're not helping me out I, here. I, you know what? I really don't know because what's the cost of doing that? Do you know what I mean? There's consequences for giving away free money. Not to, not to us. Maybe to our great-great-grandchildren. I know that, Mark, but I mean... All right. Well, Carrie, the answer and is... And it's a slippery slope, I think, to start doing okay, that. Okay, so what percentage of Americans believe the second stimulus check would need to be at least twice as much as the first? 33%. Okay, so those 33%, I'd love to see their calculations based on other than I want more. Well, you know, they just... Not not they need it, Carrie. Um, yeah, need and want is two different things. Okay, Um so yeah, you know, so there, there you go, and and you know, and and so Americans want it, yet we don't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we'll see. You know, we're, we're all waiting patiently for the Senate's, which what they're calling the Heals Act, Carrie. Right. right? You know what the Heal stands for? The Health, Economic Assistance, Liability Protection, and Schools Act. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's coming a little bit short of Nancy Pelosi's Heroes Act, right? Right. Um, so Nancy and the Democrats want three trillion. Okay. Right. And this is like one point one. So yeah. they're not millions apart, Carrie. They're not billions apart, Carrie. They they're are trillions? trillions apart. And, and you know, you can't even get your head around that. That's uh, what I'm saying. The consequence. All right. So you know. Now, so I don't know if you need to cancel your Hawaii trip. Um, is Hawaii open? I'm not sure if Hawaii is open. I don't think. I don't know. Um, so maybe you have a one-tank road trip, you know, uh, plan if you're doing domestic um, and close-to-home vacationing. Right. Or maybe you are planning that home uh, remodeling project, maybe a new driveway or a new kitchen, or, or maybe uh, you have a uh, plan on helping out a child. Um, who perhaps is um, feeling the financial pain of the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, do you know? Now, one of the things is if we do have a – what is the holdup? You know, if everybody, you know, wants it um, and, you know, Trump wants it, you know, Trump – you know, he, he he's, try, he's trying to win an election. Right. Um, you know, and – it's it's you know and so he he wants it the democrats want it so what's the hold up well because i think it's republicans playing, yeah um but one of the things that they we heard out of the uh, uh senate republican negotiations is they want to change it up a little bit so remember the first time round we uh, adults got 1200 each right mm-hmm. and their children if they had dependent children under you know 16 and under got 500 mm mm-hmm. mhm so, uh, so a, a family of four, right, could get thirty four hundred, basically. Right. 
Well, one of the twists is that they want to say, we want to give more for families. Okay. So they want to make it $1,000 across the board. Okay. So an adult would get 1000 and a dependent child would get 1000 Right. So now a family of four would get 4000 right. but a, a a retired couple who are living on Social Security and pensions Gets two. would get a little bit less. Right. Um, so anyways, we'll Well, see. kids cost more, so. We'll see what happens. So, so you know, we'll, we're going to keep, you know, abreast of this. We'll see uh, another week. We'll see if we have some, because pretty soon, Carrie, we're going to be bouncing into that August recess. And re- remember now, Nancy Pelosi said she would cancel the recess if Which we didn't have I a agree. deal. I agree. Now, will they follow through with well, that? Well, will Mitch? I don't know. I don't know. Regardless of that um, and what's going on. And the economy, what we do is build these custom financial plans so we can, and using your numbers, your income, your expenses, growth rates that you're comfortable with on your assets, looking at taxes um, and how to create the income you need as tax efficiently as possible and what steps do you need to take today, whether you're working or already in retirement and using opportunities and avoiding traps and also looking for every opportunity. We talk on the show also about underutilized assets. So if you want to come in and see how we're different, we're a fee-based fiduciary planning firm. Again, we've been around more than 35 years in the greater Cleveland area. You can call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. We're doing free consultations by phone or in person. If you leave a message, we will get back to you on Monday morning. That's 440-239-2090. Or you can visit the website, financialfoodforthought.com. The website, you can sign up for newsletter. You can sign up for, you can contact us or you can check out our previous podcasts and other helpful information and calculators as well. And that's 440-239-2090 or financialfoodforthought.com. All right. So you listen to Mark Daly and Kara Waddell, and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 35 years. And we do it one plan, one family at a time. And... Over those decades, Carrie, we've learned by working with thousands of clients over the decades that it takes a coordinated effort between all the types of professional advisors that you may work with if you're looking for professional help. Now, that could be attorneys, that could be tax preparers, CPAs, it could mm-hmm. be investment advisors, it could be insurance professionals, or it could be you know traditional financial planners. Which we, you know, that's what we focus on at the state planning team is building these financial models. Um, but we certainly coordinate um, with our, you know, clients, other advisors, because we believe that that coordination, you know, actually gets a better result in the long run. All right, um, because you're brainstorming, you know, and and you're getting different opinions, and you're having you know roundtable discussions, and you're 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 getting both the pros and cons of any you know tool that's in the financial planning toolbox, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we always make a kind of a joke, you know, don't ask your uh, stock guy about fixed annuities. As the same, you know, we can flip that over and say, don't ask fixed annuity guy about investing in stocks, right? <laughs> because I can bet, I can almost bet you what your answer is going right. to be. All right. Um, so now, but how often have you gotten in the same room with your stock guy and your fixed annuity guy to have a discussion about what you should be doing that because you just realized you've got some excess cash that's, you know, not earning a whole lot anymore in the bank. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and, and wouldn't that be an interesting discussion? Okay. Maybe at that point you would get the true pros and cons of those types of advice. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that a bad idea? Not at all. We don't think it's a bad idea. No, um, it actually gives you more peace of mind instead of sometimes you make a decision and then you second guess yourself. You're going to be more confident about your decision and what decision to make. 
Because it's usually a lot of times we have people meeting with other advisors and they say, well, it's an all or nothing. And we say, no, it's or it's not a good or bad concept. It's how it's used, how much, over what time frame, what's your strategy. And sometimes we give, and often cases, we give the clients questions they should be asking if we don't go with them or on a three-way phone call bringing up things maybe the client didn't even know they should be thinking to ask. Right. The other thing we talk a lot about this show, and you can always go back and listen to our podcast. Uh, Carrie, you're going to tell them how to uh, mm-hmm. get the podcast here. But the um, is the idea that when we have very volatile times, you know, in the markets or in, in the economy, um, it, people tend to freeze up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they, and whether it's out of fear or just um, throwing their hands up and saying, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm just not going to do anything. Right. All right. Or I'm just going to, I'm not even, you know, I'm not even going to open my 401k statement. Right. You know, you know, you know I, I, I'm because attempt. putting your head in the sand really, and just ignoring it. Right. Although honestly, if it does give you peace of mind, you know, the market's going to go up or down and you have faith that it'd come back. Maybe it would give you peace of mind to well, not look. So I'll make a case here though. Really, really gives you peace of mind is having a financial plan that's addressing the potential pitfalls that may be coming. Mm-hmm. All right. And then also going beyond that, having solutions, having, you know, in other words, part of, of building a financial plan is building in the flexibility that you'll be able to react in the future for things that are beyond your control. Mm-hmm. OK, where you don't have to panic. You don't have to make a knee jerk reaction. You know, and and we talk about that all the time. You know, it's the idea and it doesn't come with, you know, doing a plan once and putting in your sock drawer for 30 years. Mm-hmm. OK, um, being active means staying active. And quite uh, frankly, um, the more volatile the economy is, probably the more active you need to be. Right. Instead of just a lot of times, though, people get upset and say, I'm not going to deal with it. Um, but that really doesn't help your situation. You know, so, so, you know, and, and so we're back to those things that saying, okay, well, you know, what, um, what can I be doing in a, you know, how do, how can I be planning Mark in, in a economic recession, pandemic shutdown, you know, which I don't know if it's going to be a V U L W or, you know, K shaped recovery. Right. All right. Um, do you know what the K shaped recovery carry is? No, that's a new one. Okay. Um, that's a new one. Well, it's the idea. It, it gets to the idea, and that, that really the, doesn't fit on the graph, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's it, it's a deal with that. You know that the the wealth gap is widening. Okay? okay, in other words, the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer. Right, mm-hmm. and and it's the idea that there's you know the you know the, the amazons are doing wonderfully right. but the travel industry is doing horrendous right it's, mm-hmm. it's the idea that the millionaires are just fine but the ones on welfare have got a problem it's the idea that you know luxuries are cheap but necessities right. are expensive right um and so what it's saying that um, the there will be a certain group of of people in this country that will come out of it and may actually have a V shaped re, uh, recovery. In other words, they're going to be just fine. They're not going to lose their jobs because right. maybe they have the ability to work from home. Or right? they're working in the big techs, and um, that's non issue, right? <laughs> Whereas you know, if you've you know, it's it's back to Jerome Powell's you know statement that you know forty percent of the households making forty thousand dollars are going to be unemployed and probably won't be rehired. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so you have one group that's going down. Right. And then you have another group that's going up. That's mm-hmm. the K. Right. OK. Um, so and okay, that, that and, makes sense. And that's actually happening in the UK right now, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, so what can you do? You know, how do you plan? Um, and or what should you be doing? Well, you know, say no to selling low. You know, we always say that, Carrie. You know, you, you should, you know, do have you protect yourself so you don't have to sell your stocks low if you don't want to, right? Um, you know, preserve your cash reserve, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you did the right thing and you had a cash reserve and you're saying, okay, now part of that cash reserve was I was going to go buy a car this year. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe you're saying, well, maybe I don't want to use my cash reserve to buy that car. Maybe I'll go with the 0% financing that the auto dealer is offering me because I'm going to preserve my cash reserve in case something goes wrong. 
you know, in the next six to 12 months, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, thing we talk about utilizing underutilized assets, right? Right. You know, are there other ways that you can, you know, if you don't have the cash reserve and you have a cash emergency, are there other ways that you could get your hands on that cash flow other than selling your stocks low, right? Um, and, you know, that could be like, like home equity line of credits, you know, right? some, you know, some people say, well, interest rates are so low. Why not I, have I, it? If I don't have any, if I'm not using any of the equity value of my home and I'm not planning on moving anytime in a pandemic, you know, should I have a home equity line of credit just for emergencies, right? Now, we have um, a client that just bought a car on their home equity line because he said, I mean, it was his equity line. He had just got one was like 2%. So two point something percent. So he said, why not? Right. He bought a new car. He said, I don't want to touch my cash. I put it on there. What about sometimes we have clients, even if it's not underutilized assets, maybe, and we've done it for a few of our clients, only because you're talking about it, looking at what you have already and how to make it better. We have some clients that have old life insurance policies. And that's, that's ha- a huge one, Carrie. Right. And now, I've these done are it a per- few now, times. These are the permanent policies, right, not, not the term. term policies. These are the cash value policies. But we've had a few clients that we haven't looked at that, you know, we we were looking and they hadn't been looked at in a while. And we had them request an in-force illustration, just basically saying, based on the current premium, the current death, how it's performing. And then coming back and saying, just out of curiosity, the second question is, can you run an illustration saying, especially on these guaranteed um, life insurance benefits, saying, can you solve for the minimum premium so it lasts for a lifetime? And the nice thing is in a couple of cases, because the original policies last to 105 or 120 um one client in particular, he was able to still get the the insurance lasting to age 105. The original one just defaulted to 120. And you couldn't make those changes as they've updated. He was able to, instead of like a $6,000 premium, he's paying a $4,500 or $4,500 annual premium. So even though that's not creating cash, he had that premium coming due. So that saved him some money. And we've done it over and over again looking at opportunities or can you take a loan if some people have old life into whole lives or policies that have a lot of cash value um, that's almost meeting the death benefit especially if there's those really old policies mark and i remember when people brought them in they were on that funny paper um, like carbon paper and you could barely read it, it was white yeah. and so you know if you haven't looked at those that's a huge opportunity to access or get your payments down i know we've talked to people I mean, we have a lot of clients refinancing mortgage i know we talked last week or two about clients buying new home because we've had a slew of clients buying new homes some not even intentionally they just happen to be looking because the beauty of it real estate now you can just look online and you know with rates so low and some and, right. and homes are going fast, but we've had people refinance. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, that's one of the things that if you haven't refinanced, you know, that's a chore to do. It's not easy to do, it's a but pain. it's worth it, right? You know, absolutely. I mean, you know, take you know, take advantage. Did you? Yeah, did you think of these things? I guess we look at because we're comprehensive planners and we're looking at all the issues, we look at the life insurance, the annuities, the CDs, any assets that you have, can we make it better? Even expenses. Um, Have you thought about refinancing? Have you thought about rethinking it to get your bills down and trying to come up creative ways really to get more net benefit in your pocket and, and make things better for you. So you have, you know, more control of how your money's spent and spending can mean a lot of things, to a lot of different th- people, spending isn't always luxuries or vacations. Spending can be th- do, spending money to make your life easier or helping your family, your kids, your grandkids. We have clients now that are getting older and they're not traveling. And certainly with COVID, they're not traveling. But maybe they're paying someone to come do yard work now or they're paying someone to clean the house. I think about this client, Mark, for 20 years because you and I have been with the company 25, no, 24, 25. For probably 10, 15, maybe even 20. We've been telling her like, she always wanted somebody to clean the house yeah. and it took her and every meeting, are you going to do it? Are you good? And she did it last year. And I talked to her a month ago and she was like, I should have done this sooner, you yeah. know, and make my life so much easier. Not that I couldn't. And she has somebody coming to do the deep cleaning. She's like, that is just for her such a luxury and such a, it's like, why not? Right. And, and, and that... she doesn't travel. She doesn't spend, you know, and that's what having a detailed financial model puts you in a decision making mode. 
you know, where you, you have the peace of mind that, you, you know, you can afford this next thing, mm-hmm. whether you deem it to be a luxury item as opposed to another another person may say that's a health issue. In other words, that, that, that's, that might be a peace of mind. Um, but Although you know, some people think, I know we had a client once that like treating herself when she retired because she worked a lot of hours and worked really hard, like a spa day once a month. To her, that was a health item, yeah. a stress relief, a peace of mind. Um, so, you know, I'm just, you know, trying to learn how to reclaim my time, Carrie, because I, I want to go back to Wouldn't a, you love it, to do that? It's not easy. You know, Maxine Waters <laughs> makes it sound pretty easy, right? Um, but even, you know, even for neurosurgeons, it's not easy. You know, right. um, just ask Ben Carson. Right? Or no. No question that it's a part of health. Yes or no. If less left unaddressed, do you believe the substandard public housing conditions pose a risk to tenants' physical, mental, so and emotional back to health? the wealth gap. If left unaddressed. Yes or no, can you ask me some questions yourself? You don't get to dictate what my line of questioning is reclaiming my time. You're a very smart man, so you understand the question. Please answer it. Yes or no, if left unaddressed, which I believe they are unaddressed Here's because this Congress. budget does not reflect the need. Do you believe the substandard public housing conditions pose a risk to tenants' physical, mental, and emotional health? Uh, you already know the answer to that. Yes or no. You know the answer. Yes or no. He just doesn't want to play her game. Do you know the answer? Yes or no? Reclaiming my time. You don't get to do that. Did she read that? Yes, that's hilarious. You don't get to do that, Ben. Right. Um, So, see, it's it's hard to reclaim our time, Carrie. Um, So we have to make the most of our time. Mm -hmm. And so how do you make the most of your financial planning time so you feel that it's worth it, you feel that you see the benefit um, and sometimes we do that by going over case reviews, mm-hmm. a case example. So we were working with a client and we've been working with this client for a very long time. And the plan, what I said is, you know, the, a lot of times we get the question mark, but when do I need to start working on my retirement plan? Hmm. Hmm. Um, well, certainly uh, you could get different answers, but one is the quicker you start, probably the better retirement you'll have. Mm-hmm. Um, and now if you're 20 years away from retirement, no, we're right. not working on your retirement plan. Unless you have some financial issue, then it'd be on a limited hourly basis. Um, but let's say, you know, it, is it better to start a couple of years before retirement than a couple of months? What do you think? All right. Um, so with this client, Although, by the way, Mark, we can still help because I've had a couple of people call because of buyouts or forced retirement or maybe they were offered because some of the local colleges are pushing people out and offering big buyout packages that maybe you have to make that decision pretty quickly. Right. Um, And and, and, and Carrie, but that's that that's the point I'm saying. Right. You know, you maybe you should be working on your maybe you don't think your retirement is in the next two year window when actually it may be right because i think a lot of people that didn't plan on it that are now forced to are saying man is this a good package is it not because we want you to retire because we don't want anyone out there to make a decision saying oh i took this back package because on paper it looked good but really i should have stayed you know, because they were saying, oh, this is a lump sum and that would be nice. And sometimes people don't realize the long term consequence of their financial decisions, which is why financial planning is so important. So one of the things um, with this client, so we have, we were working on their retirement plan and we we figured out, um, you, you know, when they were going to retire. In other words, we were putting the stake in the ground. And that was going to be, it was going to be over a couple of years between when both were going to be fully retired, Gary, right? And it was it was around their, what maybe you consider normal retirement age, maybe a little bit long. It was between, you know, 65 and 70. You know, they were always figuring at that time frame. So, of course, what comes in there is Medicare, you know, at 65, Social Security, which, you know, can start at 62 or you can defer to 70. So those issues had to be addressed, right? Um and also, you know, they weren't going to have their own pensions. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, so, but they did have their qualified plans, right? Mm-hmm. And they were trying to max those out in their peak earning years right before retirement. We had worked all that out. And, you know, it got to the point where, so we, we had this plan in place and then the COVID hit. 
All right. So a little disruptor. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but one of the things we said, OK, but we it, we didn't panic. Right. Because mm-hmm. we had we had a good base model plan. So we just said, well, you know, what we can do is we can, you know, we can model in an economic downturn. You know, in Mm -hmm. other words, they were assuming that they, you know, would get about a 5% rate of return on their investments, you know, because basically their qualified plans becomes their pension, right, Gary, in Mm -hmm. retirement. And, you know, the idea is, okay, so what happens if you don't get that right in the beginning? Let's say you have a loss, you know, you model in a loss and then a, then a, maybe a recovery period where you get right. zero the next year, then maybe two to 3% next year. And then you're maybe you're back to five, you know, the, uh, maybe a U-shaped type recovery. We can model that in. We can model in a W-shaped recovery, you know, any, anything that you think is, you know, you know. Anything um, that you're worried about, you know, and um, and and then we had, you know, we had we had a plan for their Social Security where, you know, we they were they were at their ages that they would still be able to do that maneuver. Not and if you're not and if you've never seen a professional Social Security um, analysis, you know, come in for a free consultation. And if you provide us with your Social Security benefit projections, we'll run this for you. And I'm not talking, this isn't a, you know, this is a professional one. I mean, now all professionals you have a, have that now, or most of them do. But if you've never seen one, if you've just worked, you know, with something on the internet, no, this is much different. Um, but what, what, what we were going to do is, you know, she was going to start her um, retire or her Social Security at her full retirement age. Okay. And then that would allow him to start to get a spousal, you know, his half spousal report while he's deferring his until age 70 to get the deferred credits. And then, of course, that higher amount would then be with the one that would go on in survivorship. Right. So if if I just lost you, that's okay. Come in for consultation. We'll explain that in more detail. But making the right Social Security could mean hundreds of thousands of dollars of more cumulative spending in your Mm -hmm. retirement. Right. Um, So, all right. So one of the things, um, you know, the other thing, you know, we knew that Medicare was coming up. Um, And so part of the plan was that they were going to work right until they could get the employer plan. And then the shift year, they'd be going over to Medicare. Um, And so, you know, working with that. So all these all this was happening in this like two to three year window, you know, between 65 and 668, you know, and, and we had all the steps in place. And then, you know, the virus hit. OK, well, we don't have to start all over again. We have a good plan. A, we just have to modify it for what, you know. And, and so one of the things is, yeah, we built in the economic downturn. Um, but the other thing, too, was that, we, you know, we said, OK, when you go get Medicare, you're going to have to appeal, um, you know, because when, when Medicare, you know, remember, Medicare is going to look at your tax returns to determine how much income you have to determine what they're going to charge you for Medicare B premiums and perhaps Medicare D premiums. Right. They don't take your word for it either. Right. When it's you, just based on the tax return. And, and they're using an old tax return. Right, because think about it. They're going to base your 2021 Medicare B premiums based on the 2019 filing. All right. Um, So, you know, so in that situation, you have to appeal. In other words, if you have a life-changing event, and in this case, we're saying, okay, you're going from um, working where you had high wages, and that's the income tax return that Medicare is looking at, and you're saying, yeah, but I'm retired in the year I'm starting Medicare. I'm mm-hmm. not going to have that income. Well, you have to appeal that, right? And, and so they were prepared for that. And by the way, they you need a third-party affirmation for that. Right. You know, you need to get that from your company. You know, they're just, again, they don't take your word for it. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, so, um, but what we found out, you know, so as we're getting closer to this event happening, they came in and they kind of realized that they're saying, well, you know, I don't think we have a big enough cash reserve, you know, going into retirement. Okay. Because they're saying what happens and and they were in the camp, Carrie, they were thinking we were going to have a W-shaped recovery. Okay. In other words, um, you know, so they saw their stock prices go down in March and then they saw them go back up, you know, in the months following. But they're concerned that before they get through this conversion from working to retirement, it could go back down. Okay. And they didn't want to, you know, they didn't want to cut back on their retirement lifestyle that we built into the plan. Right. 
So they said, well, and we're not sure if we've got a big enough, you know, uh, some people call it emergency fund. I like to call it cash reserve mm-hmm. to cover in case we, we, you know, we don't want to set if we if we do see the stocks going back down and we don't want to sell our stocks low. You know, do we have enough cash to do everything we want to do? Right. All right. And so in and so we, you know, so we calculated what their spending gap is. You know, because remember, they're not starting Social Security yet, right? They don't have pensions. So, you know, they have, you know, they're saying, well, maybe our cash reserve is a little bit low. Okay. Um, now, the, some people say, well, Mark, my IRA, you know, is my safety net. In other words, you know, if I, if I get into trouble, I know I can take money out of my IRA. Mm-hmm. But to us, an emergency, you know, is mean, meaning that you need a lot of cash fast. If you right. need a lot of cash fast out of your IRA, that could be causing you tax issues. Right. right? You can access it, but at what cost? Right. That $10,000 might cost you twelve or 2000 right. to access it. Now, another thing, too, is that in this in this client's plan, they had all we had already built in the plan that they were going to take advantage of. Carrie, you talk about this a lot on this show, is that 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 window of opportunity between retirement when the wages end and maybe when Social Security starts or later on when required minimum distribution start. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that's sometimes, you know, a four or five could be up to a 10 year window. Right. Now, with the later Social Security required minimum date going to 72. Right. We were talking about it earlier this year about with the secure act so you know so in so what we so they had we had already built in that they were going to be doing roth conversions in this first year where their wages are gone Mm -hmm. and they're you know because they they said boy our taxes are going to be low and because they were ready to do that they implemented that in march when the market dropped right because you know we got you know coordinated advisors we worked with their investment advisors right. and we said get ready you know we're we're shifting we're going from the accumulation phase right. to the distribution phase right. and part of that is a roth conversion phase which means when the market came back all that grew tax free Right. And and um, and so and now but that also took up room on their tax return Mm -hmm. and they don't want to pull money out of the Roth IRA, you know, right now. They could because, you know, you could get your basis out, you know, without any taxes. You have to wait five years to get the earnings out tax free. You can always get your basis out. Um, And. And so we had to kind of work through that scenario. So we're back to saying, okay, they're saying, well, Mark, we may have an issue here because we, we, what happens if we have an emergency? We don't want to take any more out of the IRA because we already took up the room with the Roth conversion. So we had to find another solution. All right. So I'll stay on this case study um, for the next, you know, going to next week. And I'll just, again, it illustrates saying, how can you prepare yourself if life throws you a curveball? Right, and you can call the estate planning team for a free consultation by phone or in person or visit the website, call 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com and have a great weekend. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening.